Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard and welcome to the One Giant Mind podcast. In this episode, I talk with Olivia, who's a lawyer practicing here in New York City. As a regular meditator, she asks the question, how does she sustain that sense of connection and equanimity when encountering those kinds of people that love to just focus on the negative in life? How does she resist the urge of being pulled down into that level of conversation where, as she describes, she is left feeling riled up? It's a really great conversation that I think everybody's going to get something from. My name's Olivia. I'm Canadian, living in New York. I just moved back to New York from California, and I'm a lawyer working in the city. And you're a meditator. And I've been meditating for three and a half years. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. So, Johnny, something I've been thinking about just on a daily basis is as I'm trying to be more, like, slower with things, you know, mindful, um, kind of take time before responding, what would you advise when you're interacting with someone or several people who you see regularly, and the way they converse with you is negative. They're just like almost every conversation is like a rant about this thing, or it's, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. And it's just kind of focusing down, you know, and not necessarily at you, but it feels like a, it's it's tempting, and I fall into it, to respond back like, well, oh, well you wouldn't believe what happened to me today, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, and then I, I feel like kind of riled up after those interactions, mm. even when before I might have meditated or gone for a walk and been quite peaceful. Mm. And maybe it's like I need more time to practice and stuff like that, but what what would you advise? What's the desired outcome? To not be riled up by the interaction. I think I've, I often try and like lift that person's spirits and be like, oh, well, but actually like think of it this way. And it's, you know, there, aren't you lucky that this happened too, or it's not so bad, you know, mm. you, like I try and help the person. Yes. I don't know if that's doing myself a disservice. But, uh, yeah. Could, potentially, mm-hmm. if it's unwelcomed. Yeah. You and so many people experience this. It's one of the most common um, reports of dissatisfying dynamics <laughs> that I get. You know, how do I deal with that situation? When it's people that you really care about and you are spending lots of time with and you have a vested interest, a desire to want to elevate the dynamic, then... Um, it's really important to look at the longer play mm. and less of a short term, oh, you're just annoying me mm-hmm. and I don't want to have this conversation. And what you tend to do is jump about three or four steps ahead of the process and often it can bite you in the bum. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you know, offering somebody a perspective that isn't always welcome, hasn't been invited. Um, and quite often when people are talking to you in this way, they're venting, (laughs) they're releasing pressure and somehow or another, at some point you, uh, unwittingly agreed (laughs) to be that pressure valve for them. Yeah. And so to the extent that, uh, you're aware of this, it's very important to take responsibility for it to go, okay, I've allowed this. Mm So any kind of sudden change in expectation might be jolting for them 
and might offend them in some way. And what we always want to do is, particularly people we really care about, give them the benefit of the doubt that actually if you if they were graciously presented an alternative way of sort of processing their experience, they probably jump at it. Mm. It's just that, you know, we've be- we've become a bit socially lazy and we tend to forget the the power that we have and the impact and the influence that we have on all of our friends. Hmm. And what comes with that is the responsibility of how to be when we're with friends. Mm -hmm. We forget that when we vent like this, that it has a kind of depleting sort of effect on us. And as a result, that laziness can create dynamics that are very unsatisfying relationship dynamics are really unsatisfying so it's important that in addressing this properly that firstly you're willing to look at a longer game Mm. and secondly to take responsibility for the role that you've played in the process thus far and so what i tend to do is if somebody is in a habit of um venting Mm -hmm. i ask the question i go okay i'm going to allow it hear it and really listen to it and when i'm not judgmental of them or annoyed Mm -hmm. or i I take responsibility for my annoyance it's like no i love this person i've allowed it before i need to allow it now but i want to change my tact i want to change the dynamic what I generally do is listen and just receive the whole experience and listen to where they're at mm. and then go, hmm, wow, that's really tough. I validate mm. what they've said. I, 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 I go, wow, I, I can see how or why you might be annoyed by that. And, and they go, hmm, yeah, yeah, you know, like there's a connection that's made. Like thank you. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. And um, often this might be, not necessarily terribly conscious, like, thank you for receiving me, you know, just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that's, that's how it might be. But then you go, you know, in listening to you, I've, I, I have a slightly different perspective on the situation. Are you open to it? Mm. Ask. Ask for permission. Hmm. And they might go, mm, no. Nah. <laughs> and you go, mm, okay, interesting. All right. And then you know, you're playing the log game, you sort of swallow that, and you go, okay, all right. So anyway, I had a really great day, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and, you know, you can kind of inadvertently share your wisdom through your own personal experience. Mm-hmm. And then when the next circ- opportunity comes, and they share what they, you know, this happened, and this happened, and that sucked, and this person said this and did that, and blah, 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 can you believe it? Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, wow, yeah, I really, again, you relate to the experience, validate it. You go, oh, I've got to got an interesting perspective on this that's a little bit different that you might get a little bit of relief on you know are you interested in hearing it if they a second time go not really (laughs) go okay well anyway my day was great and this is what happened and blah 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 blah. and generally for me i i I go about three rounds you know third time in yeah and, and generally it doesn't go to three rounds anymore because most of the people that i know that i'm close to they know if they start venting johnny's gonna have an opinion about that, <laughs> but I've been given permission to respond in a particular way. But this took me years to cultivate. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of giving you sort of my early day playbook of how I cultivated dynamics where people learnt to just expect to, to get a different perspective. 
to the extent now that people will very rarely just come and vent and go, no, I'm not interested in your perspective. I just want to vomit all over you. Mm. That doesn't happen. Mm. I generally will stop them and go, oh, you know, it's me you're talking to. Mm. You know, you know. And they go, oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, well, what are we doing here? Right. So, so what I'm offering you is just a little kind of step-by-step playbook. I kind of go three rounds. And that demonstrates a willingness and a love and a care and compassion. And around the third time, I say, oh, so I've got a different perspective. You know, are you interested? And they say, no. I go, mm. Look, you know, I, I've noticed a little bit of a, a, a habit, a bit of a tendency where you like to go around and around in circles about things that are bothering you. And it doesn't seem like you're necessarily open to um, talking about a different perspective. And I've listened to you, you know, three times now. Mm-hmm. And I really, ha- I believe I have some insight for you. And what, what I'm finding is that, you know, we're not really kind of connecting on a level that I'd really like to. So at this stage, you have permission to talk about you, about it being about you, because without you, there's no friendship. There's no connection. It takes two to tango, right? So you've, you've been very patient two times, third time, no go. Okay. I really care about our friendship. So I'm taking responsibility for it. And what I require in this friendship dynamic is openness and receptivity. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not enjoying this dynamic and you're absolutely entitled and in your right to graciously and with compassion go, I'm not enjoying this. Right. Because <laughs> if we don't, then we just become the victim of our own lack of, you know, being forthright and, and extending boundaries, putting yeah. boundaries up. If we don't put boundaries up, We'll just get walked over, even by people that love us. And it, it generally, it's, there's, it's, it's not with malintent. Mm-hmm. But if we're not clear about our boundaries, then how are, we, how are people to ex- expected to know what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, and what your sensibility is? And so taking responsibility in that way is really powerful. And I go as far as saying, you know, if you bring it up like this and there's resistance, you go, okay, well, you know, I may be a little less receptive to having these conversations with you. Mm. And this is a really powerful thing to do. And people might say, oh, you're a bit of a jerk. And you go, actually, no, it's love. Because I, I, I don't want to keep enabling this kind of dynamic because it's not serving you in any way. You're going round and round and yeah. round. And quite frankly, it's a little boring. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a little boring. And I love you. And I know that you've got so much more in there that's interesting that I would like to interact with. So I'm holding you accountable to your awesome self. And that's how you can bring, bring it up to him. I'm just holding you accountable. And what that also does is it holds you accountable. Practicing this kind of holding yourself accountable to a, a relationship Fulfilling your responsibility in a friendship like this is the fastest way for you to actually embody what it is you're desiring in them. It causes you to actually live what you're asking. Mm -hmm. What you're demanding of them is to be more of themselves. And when you make that demand of somebody, it becomes highlighted in you where you aren't. (laughs) And so you like, well, if I expect this of them, I've got to do it myself. So it's a really powerful way of your own, own personal development and growth. And we think we're doing our friends favors by sitting and listening to them over and over and over again, saying the same old stuff that just goes round and round. There's no resolution. There's no growth, no progress. Mm-hmm. 
I just sitting there going, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, you know, I, I kind of had an experience as well to kind of connect and relate because our deepest desire is just to relate, right? Yeah. We just want to connect and be relevant to each other. And so out of fear of not being rejected or seeming like you're rejecting them, you play the game. But you're obviously at the end of your tether with that. You're over it. That's my recommendation. See, see how you go with that. You said in your, your early days, you referenced that, hmm. like, did you end up spending less time with certain people after this went through? No. I, uh, well, well, in some instances, in yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There were some people that just absolutely were not interested in looking at what it was that was causing them to experience playing the same old song over and over and over again. But there were so many of my friends that were, and because I was so sort of impassioned in my own development. I, I was so dedicated to understanding how I could break habits and molds that were locking me into, mm -hmm. like uh, the thing that I feared most was being that kind of person <laughs> where someone was would roll their eyes like, oh, Johnny's coming over. <laughs> I mean, that was the, that, that's, that's probably my greatest, you know, sort of, Fear <laughs> is being, you know, somebody loathing the idea of having to interact with me. And even to this day, I know that I might be that to some people <laughs> or could be that at certain times to some people. And if I get a sniff of it, I'm like, right, how, you know, how can I take responsibility for this? How, how can I not be a drag? Mm -hmm. And so in the, it, I, I personally got a lot out of, developing myself to not be that and in the process learned how to make my contribution to the friendship so relevant in holding other people accountable and my deepest friendships long term are as a result of having those awkward conversations but lovingly without judgment and being willing to sort of go through a process of allowing them to find their new feet because when you call somebody out like that you're pulling them into a, a unknown territory that can be make them feel very vulnerable. And they might not be ready for that. They might not have even known it. And when they realize that they go, oh my God, I'm so sorry that I've been such a drag. I didn't know. I didn't know. And then they get a little bit sort of self-deprecating. I'm so terrible. I'm so terrible. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a very fine dance when you, when you bring somebody into something new within themselves. And that's why I say, you know, take it slow. Take it slow. We don't want to hit people over the head with baseball bats going, you're being a pain in the ass, bonk, <laughs> you know. It, it just doesn't it, – it's not elegant, you know. Mm -hmm. And you you have time now to play with – like to do this dance with these friends because you're calm within yourself and there's so much for you to learn. There's so much for you to benefit from taking it slow because you'll be holding yourself accountable as well. What we don't want to be is hypocritical, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Thank you. You're welcome. The most important thing to reflect on here is this idea that we each have a responsibility to implement boundaries, particularly when we are being pushed and pulled into directions that we don't want to go in any dynamic. And what this requires is us first being really clear about who we are and where we do want to go 
how we do want to interact. And a daily meditation practice is something that enables us to become very stable in that place. It's a feeling more than an idea. When we are established in that feeling, we have more power to direct our relationships and dynamics and positively influence anybody that we're interacting with. Special thanks to our show producers, Trevor Exter and Sean Tomlin. Music by Ali. Special thanks to Andrea Stern for allowing us to record all of our sessions in her beautiful studio and to all the One Giant Mind team. Thank you for listening and being a part of One Giant Mind. If you don't already and you're interested in learning to meditate, an easy free way is to download the One Giant Mind Learn Meditation mobile app on iTunes or Google Play. The best way to learn, however, is from a teacher. And if you're interested in learning the One Giant Mind technique, email us at teachers at onegiantmind.com and we'll help you find a teacher in your area. If you're a passionate meditator and the idea of becoming a teacher is something that inspires you, consider becoming certified with the One Giant Mind Meditation Teacher Training Program that I've developed. The certification program is 100% online and can be done on your smartphone, laptop or tablet anywhere in the world. Teaching could be one of the most fulfilling experiences because you're having such a meaningful impact in people's lives. If you're interested in enrolling and would like to receive a special discount, email teachers at onegiantmind.com and mention the One Giant Mind podcast to get a great discount. Finally, if you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends and give us a review because it improves our rankings and helps others find this podcast. And I really hope you can join us for the next episode.